Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Bulletin. Right, the bulletin this morning is uh, with the very popular Guy Havelt and uh, don't quite know where to start this morning, Guy, but uh, good morning to you. Let's uh, start with uh, the ugly fallout from uh, Owen Farrell and where do you think this might end up? Morning, Smithy. Um, yeah, how on earth did they decide that um, he shouldn't have been banned? I, I cannot fathom that. When I woke up uh, yesterday morning and I saw that news, I, I kind of had to re-look at my phone to see if what I was reading was correct. Um, yeah, incredibly bizarre. Uh, you know, that they have been cracking down on those types of tackles for so long, rightfully so, because, you know, no one wants head knocks and no one wants the issues that we are seeing with, with so many players from, you know, 20, 30 plus years ago in terms of dementia and all that sort of stuff and, and CTE, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So they're trying to crack down on all of that, which is great. But then you get an example like this of a guy who has been a culprit of these types of tackles many, many times before and nothing's done about it. Um, you do have to wonder, um, I know it was an independent committee and all that sort of stuff, but you do have to wonder with the World Cup in the in the in the slight distance or, or fast approaching, I should say, was that in their mind? They don't want to take away a, a big player from a tournament like that. It shouldn't have been. Um, that was a tackle that should get at least, considering his past, that's a tackle that for me should get about four weeks. Um, so yeah, quite shocking. I think now. Uh, it sounds like World Rugby is going to appeal it, good on them, um, and I think they'd have a pretty good case. Well, if they lose that appeal, uh, I think even more hell will let loose, because, and if they yeah. don't appeal it, it will as well. I mean, they, they just have to do something about that. So th- these are the standards that they themselves have set, and to be monitored and to be adjudicated on. They're their standards that are um, more so than anything else that are under question here. Well, that's exactly right, and they have been beating the drama about fighting, um, you know, head knocks and trying to do whatever they can to to, to stop, um, you know, impacts from that sort of thing. And then, as you say, if they weren't to appeal or, or if they weren't to take this seriously, um, then I think even more questions would be asked. So by the sound of things, I don't know if it's official yet, but it sounds like they are going to appeal. Uh, so that's a mm. good first step. Um, now we have to make sure, we have to hope, I suppose, that that's... Um, we might get a better result. We might get a different result out of this because, um, yeah, as I say, I think I think it's it certainly deserves a ban of some description. Where can the Blues play if they don't have a home at Eden Park on a regular basis? Well, this is a surprise when this came out. Um, we were all at the Warriors at the time, um, about to about to do the media session for the Warriors, and this news came through. Um, the quote from Andrew Hoare um, around TBC left alongside all their home matches. Quite strange. Um, where can they play? Well, Mount Smart is one of the places, um, you know, the home of the Warriors, a place that has been full more often than not this year, um, which is a, a, a slight difference from, from the past few years. Uh, a hell of an atmosphere there when there is a full crowd, and I think that's part of the problem for the Blues. Um, when Eden Park, when Eden Park is full, 
it is a fantastic stadium, and my word, there have been some of New Zealand's greatest sporting moments at that ground, but it is so big that when it is not full, uh, and that is fairly frequently, let's be honest, when it comes to um, a lot of Blues games, sure, they have had better crowds recently, but for a lot of Blues games, it is not going to be a full house at Eden Park, and it's not a great atmosphere at that ground. It costs a lot for them as well to rent it out. Um, mm. So, you know, places like Mount Smart come into the picture. Um, I, 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 get, I would say that trust is probably too small for them, so it's probably really only Mount Smart. I wouldn't go to, I mean, is North Harbour Stadium still even an option? I wouldn't go there if, if that was an option. I think that's even worse um, in terms of a, a place to watch rugby. So it probably is only Mount Smart. I don't know what's going to happen. I suspect this is partly a bargaining tool to maybe try and make that rent or that lease a little bit less when it comes to playing at Eden Park. Um, But, yeah, I wouldn't mind a few games at Mount Smart. I think it's a great little ground. That is also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the home stadium for Moana Pacifica, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe so. Although I was told yesterday that... um, and and I haven't I haven't been able to verify this, but it, it, there is a, there is words that they may try and take some games back to the islands if they can, um, and mm. possibly possibly even out west to Trust Stadium. So not sure on that. As I say, I haven't verified it, but that that was something that someone told me yesterday. Well, only two le- games left uh, in this uh, Football Women's World Cup. This phenomenon that it has been on both sides of the Tasman. So uh, we've got a final now between Spain and England and a playoff uh, for third and fourth between Australia and Sweden. Man, uh, this has been something. You've covered a lot of events in your time. Uh, we did speculate it would be big and, uh, you know, quite big. But really, Guy, has this surprised you? Massively, yep. I, I kind of... Um, went into it hearing all all the quotes from all the officials, you know, saying that this is going to be bigger than anyone could ever imagine. And I I kind of, you know, raised my eyebrows at that a little bit. Well, I've got to put my hand up and say I was wrong. Uh, it has been huge. Um, you know, from, from that first game when the Football Ferns um, played against Norway and beat Norway and it was a full house at Eden Park and I was surprised to see that, to be honest. I, I was genuinely surprised to see a full house at Eden Park. I don't care how many tickets they gave away. I I genuinely don't care. People turned up to support the football ferns. They won that game, and I think in this country, that was massive to get people behind the tournament and to believe that that this could be something that could be, um, you know, um, that could grip the nation for the next uh, four or so weeks, however long it's been. But the big thing for me was actually on on, uh, last Saturday. Uh, I went out for dinner and I went out to a bar in town to to watch the Warriors after dinner, uh, a small group of us. And we went to this bar and there would have been 10 or 15 TV screens in the bar and not one of them at the time was showing the Warriors. We asked if they could put the Warriors on. They said, oh, we'll put it on one of the screens and it was the smallest screen in the bar. We started watching the Warriors and, and we were one of only two groups who cared about what was happening in the Warriors game. The rest mm-hmm. of the bar was watching Australia against France, not even obviously New Zealand teams, and everyone was gripped by what was happening. It, it, was, quite, mm-hmm. it was quite surreal to be in downtown Auckland um, for a tournament that, that 
you know, as I say, before it started, I don't think I, I had really that much interest in. And to be around an environment where where everyone was riding every kick of that game, uh, it was it was quite astounding. And and you know that, that's only been the case as all these games have gone on. Um, you know, last night was huge, um, and and even Spain against um, against Sweden at Eden Park, another sellout. Uh, you know, how many times have we said that it's been the biggest women's football crowd or the biggest football crowd in New Zealand throughout this tournament? Uh, it's probably been three or four times, that, which has been just massive. It has been massive, and of course it's, it's a sport that we don't really uh, dominate, or uh, when we win it's, a, it's an absolute surprise, which has been uh, the um, most impressive thing about the whole deal. OK, uh, the worst possible news uh, for Black Caps fans is uh, not one of our players not being available, is it? We're going to be facing Ben Stokes again by the look of it. Yeah. God, I wish he had a stage in retirement, to be honest with you. He gives me nightmares. <laughs> um, look, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, it, if it gets to it that the Black Caps have to play him in the World Cup, look, I'm not too bothered about these games coming up because they're only really warm-up games and that's just an opportunity to see where we're at. But if we if we have to play England in a, either a must-win pull match or group match or whatever the hell stages that is, or a knockout match at a World Cup in India, uh, I'll probably have nightmares leading up to it um, because, man, he, he is just a, a, a supreme, almost once-in-a-generation talent when it comes to producing knocks and moments um, to get his team home in, in big games. He has this incredible mentality to to get them out of any hole or, or to push forwards from a, from a platform that, that, that has, has been set for him. And how many knocks can we talk about where it has been Ben Stokes who has won England cricket games, not only against mm. us, but against other teams as well. The, the guy is an absolute freak. And, and you know, I, I, I'm tongue-in-cheek when I say I wish he had a stayed in retirement because as a cricket fan, um, I think the game's better for him being in it and, and us being able to watch as many games as we can when Ben Stokes is playing. So, yeah, let's hope he doesn't do any damage to New Zealand when it really matters if, if, if it gets to that point at this World Cup. Uh, but I think for the tournament as a whole, uh, it's fantastic that he's back. And, and as I say, the more we get to watch Ben Stokes, the better. Good on you, Guy. Uh, always great to catch up with you. Thanks very much for being part of the Bulletin. And uh, we look forward to the feral fallout, as we're calling it at the moment. And uh, let's hope the right thing is done by that. Have a terrific day. Thanks, mate. Good man. It's really nice to chat, mate.